This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm spooked. Spooked? Yeah. What about? Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. I'm on my way over here. <laughs> Uh-oh. I made a discovery. Uh-huh. I have a theory. Okay. I think the jinx lives in my building. Tim, the- <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I was going to say, Tim, the jinx died years ago, but that is just what the media told us. Yeah, that's what Robert Durst wants us to think. Of course, he's the man has faked his own death before, right? Probably. Well, I know that at least he, pre- it, right? he pretended to be a mute woman for a while. Yeah. And he cut somebody into pieces that he killed, but then claimed like, oh, I didn't kill him, but I did cut him up into pieces. And they were like, oh, there is no crime against that. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm not sure if he lives in my building, uh-huh. uh, my or building. if he's just like hiding in there looking for yeah, a exactly, uh, right? possible victim. Look, the jinx at the end of his life. <laughs> Look, at the end, the jinx at the end of the day, it's a good man. <laughs> at the end of his life, he wasn't looking so hot. No, no, he certainly wasn't. I think that's part of what led to him dying. <laughs> <laughs> this old man, well, that's what he wants you to think. Right, yeah. This old man that I saw, uh-huh. look, it was a dead ringer for Robert Durst, Yeah, but like Jinx era Robert Durst. Oh, okay. Maybe now, he got he, some uh, some back alley surgery, some work he, done. He might have gotten some back alley surgery. He might have... I don't know, been... Uh, Faking looking old the whole time? Not looking old, but mm-hmm. like it wasn't that... He didn't die of... Well, I guess he did in some ways <laughs> die of being old, but uh-huh. like, I don't know, what do you have, like some organ failure or something? Yeah, something that like that. That was probably all of fake, so he could yeah. uh, be snuck out the back in a body bag. Th- those That organ probably wasn't even his in the first place. He probably <laughs> took it from somebody else, put it in there. Uh, so that they would see it and be like, oh, yeah, this must be a bad, bad uh, liver. The other explanation mm-hmm. is that somebody in my building, an old man, is uh-huh. like, well, I'm an old man now. I got to settle on a look. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, uh, I saw a poster for a TV show. <laughs> right. Uh, with, with and the guy. This old this guy, guy looks pretty, pretty sh- sharp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he modeled his look after the jinx. Now, did the Jinx have a distinct enough look? It, putting aside when he was pretending to be a mute woman <laughs> right, right. for a while, uh, I've, uh, did he have a? I feel like he was just kind of like he dressed pretty nice. Yeah, he was yeah. a billionaire. He yeah, dressed yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like he didn't have like a distinctive look. No, I mean he, he, terrifying. Right, right. Bo- uh, it chills you to the bone when you see him. Yeah, but he was like the kind of guy that wears like a like a blazer with like a shirt and no tie. That was that was the jinx. Sometimes, look, or like. sometimes it was more formal. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like when he was that. in court. Sure. Yeah, sure. Is, is this guy more formal? This old man? No, nah, this guy was what, what you described. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and also, I I guess he didn't get like plastic surgery to make his face look more like the jinx. He just has a jinxy face. A lot of old guys out there do, Tim. It's, uh, it's just kind of a problem. You want to know a revelation that I had uh, this week? What's that? That uh, I think you're going to drag me for. But uh-huh. I think if you would just give me a chance and think about it for one second, uh-huh. it makes some sense. Okay. 
When you see an old guy, like uh-huh. a really old guy, right? You're like, oh, this poor old guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that about every old guy? No, no, no. You, you see, you see an old guy, right? And you're uh-huh. like, and this old guy, he's probably like, you know, you see him, like a yeah. guy that you pass uh-huh. on the street, and uh-huh. you're like, that's just an old guy, yeah. right? <laughs> right. That right. guy, for most of his life, uh-huh. wasn't a really old guy. No. So he's probably getting used to it too. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I always think of, like, I think people, uh-huh. younger people, like uh-huh. us, young Gen Z, <laughs> right. Zoomers like us, uh-huh. we see old people, and we're like, eh, we'll, we'll write them off. They're just a bunch of old cranks. But yeah. it's like, no, for most of their lives, they were young <laughs> like us. Yeah. Or uh, middle-aged, at least. Uh, well, like they probably think. were middle-aged most of their life, by definition. Or like, you yes. know. They they spent uh, a majority of their life under the age of fifty. Yeah, for so the they're most probably part. like you know the way that like sometimes you see like uh, you know I don't know if you have like family like younger cousins or yeah. something. I have like younger cousins in mm-hmm. like their early twenties, and I'm just like, oh, I can hang with them, right? And like that's probably and like no, I can't. Like they don't want to. They're they're using slang and lingo that I don't understand. Yeah. This old man that I'm seeing on the street, uh-huh. maybe this jinx fella in yeah. my in my apartment. <laughs> he he's might like, think, oh, I gotta oh, hang out with that this guy. Forty year old, I'm practically that. It's like, no, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, what, what is he on the way to do a podcast with his friend? Maybe I'll tag along. Mm-hmm. Timmy, if you ever show up at my house with some old man that looks like the jinx, <laughs> podcast is over. It's done. There, there won't even be an announcement. You'll just stop seeing the show show that up in your feed. That would be that'd be a fantastic way to go out yeah because i always just i don't even look through the people because i'm expecting you and i open the door yeah you see the jinx that oh if, boy if that, that would be enough you knew to i was me. coming you buzz me in uh-huh knock on the door you still make me knock on the door every week i don't make you knock on the door it's just i don't know i'm i'm not on the ground floor so it takes a minute for you to to get up here okay but you hear a knock on the door, I'm going to open up, I'm going to see Tim, and mm-hmm. you see the jinx himself. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, I'd probably just die right there. <laughs> <You> d- yeah. <laughs> just die of fright uh, and, and just like uh, Are there Robert Durst over. impersonators? Are there Robert Durst impersonators? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, you might be able to throw you some money at this old guy. to, uh, <laughs> to uh, perform your <laughs> wedding. <laughs> But you said this old guy, uh, ERA dress is sharp, so I guess you 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 might you might not be able to just throw him like twenty bucks to come scare the shit out of me at my house. Yeah, I know they're all on fixed incomes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, maybe just offer him a nice new blazer or something mm. like that. Yeah, or maybe I don't know. Or tantalizingly, or something nicer. Five hundred bucks. You pay him five hundred bucks to perform my wedding ceremony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about just coming to scare me. Oh, no. Coming to scare you? No, yeah. I'd, I'd like try to confuse him and get him into an Uber <laughs> and then you know, just be like, oh, we're going to see your grandson or something. So, but, but you would hire him for a wedding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If I wanted that. I've already married, Tom. Right. Okay. If we ever renew I, our vows yeah, and this the old man that looks like the jinx is still alive. Oh, I'll, boy. I'll, then then you'd know that you guys are really serious about each other. Renewing the vows. Renewing them in front of the jinx. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm willing to take my life in the, into my own hands uh, just to confirm how much I love you. <laughs> what, kind of, what, what kind of guy do you think? Or... <laughs> 
would it be worth it for my wife and I to renew our vows and invite family and friends? <laughs> uh-huh. Just to have this guy look that looks like the Jinx perform the ceremony. I think just to confuse he'd our have family to and really friends. look like the Jinx. He and sound like him. Well, I don't know. I didn't talk to him. He'd have I was, to be. <laughs> I was too freaking terrified. He'd have to be up there burping during the, ah. during the burping like is if anybody has any reason these two should not be wed. Oh, the burping. Speak now, because like he's nervous. He doesn't want somebody to say right. No. Yeah, I mean, I think the jinx. Yeah, he 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 would he would want everything to go smoothly. Yeah, they went smoothly. All of his marriages went smoothly. <laughs> Maybe not the best guy, huh? No. In that context, how are you doing this week? Uh, Tim, uh, I'm good. Great. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I had Any some... run-ins with the Jinx? No, no run-ins with the Jinx. Told you some lady was screaming at me the other day and told me I had a flat head. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forget if I mentioned that on the show. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, uh, things are going smoothly as far as my interactions with uh, strangers outside. Yeah. Like flat head, like flat top from uh, Dick Tracy. I don't know what she meant. She was well. She also is mad that I that I keep following her from city to city. So yeah. I don't think she really had. Uh... She's got a point about the flat head, though, Tom. Uh, does she? My head's flat. You're like a freaking flathead screwdriver over here. What is that like? So skinny, <laughs> it comes to a point at the top, like a yes, I don't like know. a mohawk. Tim, look, we're not here this week to talk about uh, silly frivolousness like the Jinx and some lady. Silly frivolousness like the Jinx. <laughs> and, well, a man who looks like the Jinx, and uh, and uh, uh, I'm gonna some... get to the bottom of this guy's. Deal, what do you though? mean you're gonna get to the bottom? I'm gonna of see it? what his life is like. Why? So we can hire him for (laughs) (laughs) Not hiring this guy. We're not taking any of the the podcast money for that either. Yeah, I'll take what what I need. (laughs) That's coming out of your share then. Tim, we're not talking about these frivolities this week. Uh, We're talking about scientific breakthroughs. Something a lot of listeners come to hear first from us. Yeah. I mean, there will be probably a lot of people hearing this first from us. I know. I heard it first from you when you suggested we do it as yeah, a topic. So there you go. Classic Tom episode, folks. Uh, well, I'm often thought of as the more scientific mind of the two of us. I think uh, that might be true. You know, it, when it's a topic like, uh, uh, what's two plus two? People know, like, oh, it's a Tim yeah, episode. Yeah, mathematics is more my <laughs> field. <laughs> It's an noticed. hour. It's an hour of this guy trying to figure out what two plus two is. Oh, it must be a Tim episode. It's good. It's, uh, it's, it's good audio, Tom. <laughs> or or topics like do old people know they're old? <laughs> I know old people know they're old. It's just I don't think they get the respect they deserve. <laughs> no, that's true. Well, of course. But I, I saw like a post on Reddit the other day where somebody was talking about like, uh, is it weird that I'm like in my 40s, but I still think I'm like 25? And people were like, no, I'm like 75 years old and I still think of myself yeah. the way I was when I was like, I'm reminded by my body that I'm not, but uh 
but yeah, like your mind stays the same. You you think the same way usually. Yeah. And my body is better than most 25-year-olds. That's probably why they wouldn't hang out with you that time. They're intimidated. Yeah, they were intimidated. They're like, how, what is this man, 3% body fat? How he did drinking he... uh, elixir from the fountain of youth? Yeah, did he not drink uh, water for two weeks before this family reunion <laughs> just so he could look extra cut? Um. All my younger cousins revere me, Tom, just just to be clear. Right. They but they just don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so I have a, a conversation. I don't know. They just think I'm sus. <laughs> you got mad at me for saying that. I know. I was trying to use uh Zoomer slang, Tom. And also you shouldn't be saying sus. I should be saying sus so that uh they don't think I'm sus. <laughs> so that they think I'm one of them still. Uh, I I I don't need to relitigate the chuggy thing <laughs> tim this week we're talking about lk99 you know a lot of times on this show we cover new compounds people have <laughs> scientists have written papers is about. this what the the name of the episode is going to be lk99 i think so right what else would it be i don't, I don't think, know but like it I mean, seems I'm like sh- a mistake Right, it's like, uh, oh, let's look at these complete guide episodes. Hot dogs, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> some like metadata error. <laughs> Diet Coke, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. And then uh, what's this one? Teal Day apostrophe <laughs> dash dash. Uh, I'm sure once like Dupont or whatever buys this, they'll they'll come up with uh, some catchy uh, marketing name. They'll they'll go through a list of like ten thousand things, and then they'll call it like Laser Rock. Right. Sure. Tom. Mm-hmm. First off. Yeah. What are what is this? I I don't understand it. I read an article about uh-huh. it and it was a lengthy article mm-hmm. written for like it was like uh, a common person's guide <laughs> to this and I didn't understand any of it. Yeah. Uh well so- I used to be smart, Tom. But not like in science and stuff. Yeah, in science. In and chemistry? Stuff. Yeah. When? High school. That's like high school. And then you stopped paying attention to it at all. Yeah. And 20 years went by. I know. And you forgot. And so I'm not smart anymore. Well, maybe you should go back to high school. I'd like to. Yeah, I know. And they keep turning down your requests. They keep saying I'm sus. (laughs) Sorry, sir. You're just too sus. (laughs) That's the 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 27-year-old superintendent. He's younger than me at this point. Yeah. Sir, yeah, I'm afraid you're sus and you're giving all the students the ick. So we can't have <laughs> the you The ick is a thing? Yeah. Ah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I oh, can, I, oh can, I, got, I, I got the ick from that guy. That's what you say. Ah. All right. I'm coming around on this slang. <laughs> I mean, that is good slang. It's like, yeah, that's that's a good way to describe a feeling somebody can give you. Yeah. I mean, there are words that can. Yeah, but I feel like you'd be like, I got bad vibes from that guy, or or that guy like creeped me out. He was a little bit weird. But saying like I got the ick from him, it's like yeah. I got like a a, a, a a physical reaction to the way that person is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I gave the all the kids the ick. Apparently, <laughs> I'll own it. It's fine. Tim, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm. Gonna tell you what uh, the Verge dot coms uh, their their explanation of what this <laughs> the is. The Bird dot com. 
<laughs> no, Tim, theverge.com, not thebird.com. Why would that website? What is? I don't the, know. That's why I was so incredulous. Yeah, <laughs> you just, you'd believe something uh, from a bird site. Well, I don't know what this is. Like, yeah. uh, yeah, is, is this related bird to related? Birds. Yeah, it's true. Well, uh, I don't know if this could help birds in any way. Mm, no. I'm thinking about it. In fact, well, I, wait till my mind gets going. I, I, I learn what this thing is. I can think of one way it might be detrimental to birds. Oh, no. Which all has that for a tease. <laughs> Get people to listen to the whole thing. Uh, TheVerge.com says LK99 is a polycrystalline, that means multiple crystallines, uh-huh. uh, yeah, material made out of lead, oxygen, and phosphorus that's been, quote, doped or infused with copper. Why are we talking about it? Because, Tim, this is potentially the the world's first room temperature, ambient pressure, superconductor. And, of course, I know what a superconductor is. Yeah, right now you're thinking uh, a guy on a train wearing a, wearing a Superman cape <laughs> collecting tickets. Perhaps. <laughs> So a superconductor for the audience, for the common man, yeah, for for you know the under ten crowd listening. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A superconductor, Tim, is basically this idea that well, so superconductors exist, but the problem is, but what does a superconductor do? Let me, do? Let me, let me tell we... you what a superconductor is. It is you. Do you remember from like? Uh, I guess this probably would have been physics class in in. Uh, high school or whatever maybe even college physics if you took it yeah. uh electricity anything about electricity and how it works yeah so you remember like resistance is a thing in electricity sure so like certain things everything has a level of resistance which is why you know if i took a, a live wire had you hold that wooden table and i put it to the other end of the table there's too much resistance you wouldn't get shocked right but if you're holding a metal pole and I touch the other end, well, there's less, less resistance, resistance. You will get shocked. However, uh, you it's know, like, this is magnificent, Tom. It's like Bill Nye himself <laughs> is here explaining this to me. Thanks. So Keep that, going. So that's the the conductivity of 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 uh, material. So it's more conductive, conducive. Con- I think conductive still. I don't okay. think it would be conducive. Uh, the less resistance yeah. there is. So okay. a superconductor has a super low resistance. A superconductor has zero resistance. What the hell? Yeah. Or okay. or maybe like you know uh, close negligible. To zero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you know I'm I'm probably getting all this wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But as far as I understand, that's 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 what a superconductor is, just a material that has no resistance. Now, these materials do exist today. However, the big caveat as uh as Santa Claus said when he saw the M&Ms, <laughs> they do exist. Right. These I'm glad you interrupted me to <laughs> say that. Uh, that's what I'm here for, Tom. Uh, superconductors exist today. However, the the big catch to them, the big caveat, is that they 
do not work. The ones we have today do not work at room temperature or ambient pressure. Ambient pressure being like the level of pressure we're both in right yeah. now. One atmosphere of pressure. Um, Basically, they don't work in unless they're in very, very controlled environments. Yeah, they need to be super cooled. So they need to be like, you know. Can't they think of other terms than super? <laughs> oh, the superconductor needs to be super cool. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it accurately describes if, if somebody was like, oh, it needs to be cold. Oh, okay, I'll put it in my... No, you idiot, super cold. Right. Oh, okay. Super just tells you you need, you need something you're not going to find uh, laying around the house to do it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the superconductors nowadays, they need to be not just cold, like, you know, I don't know negative 400 degrees cold or whatever, close to like absolute zero uh, to work properly. And uh, so obviously that takes a tremendous amount of electricity and energy to cool it. So then it's like, well, this isn't even worth it because it, we're spending more energy cooling this thing than we would have lost if we just used a different kind right. of conduct, uh, conductor. But there are certain um, uh, uses where it's still worth it to do that because there's just not another way. Uh, a common one is MRI machines. Right. So like MRI machines are huge uh, and loud and expensive. They go bang, bang, clang, clang, clang. Yeah. You ever get an MRI? Yeah. And they have like, they, you know, it's magnets in there yeah. spinning around and everything. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that works. Like if it's cooled or pressurized or something like that. Uh, why they, they need superconductor? It wasn't very use... cold in that tube when I went in it, though. No, no. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Certainly not super cold. I'm not sure how they're using uh, right. superconductors and how that works. Okay. But so this, the LK99, Tim, if it is real, which which we'll talk about. Uh, you know, it'd be a new material that would do a ton of stuff, which, which like we can talk about later. But, but the biggest thing being really putting a lot of pins and things here. Well, I, I'm trying. Wait, to... Hold on, hold on. It, it would be a game changer because we wouldn't need to have those controlled yes. environments for them that would we... take a lot of energy mm-hmm. to maintain. Yes, you could just plug in a superconductor here or mm-hmm. bring a super. I don't see this is where like it, I understand all this uh-huh. but like okay your example of electrocuting me with a wire uh-huh. um, I'd be able to do it so much better I know I understand that but what is there a practical that doesn't mm-hmm. uh, application of this that doesn't involve just like uh, murdering your best friend with electricity There are tons of practical applications so the one uh, and rela- this is of superconductors in general, like yes. what they're being used for currently, or no? What this they is could if potentially if, if this room if it temperature makes sense. If mm-hmm. if if it makes sense to do it, okay. If this is a viable thing, it's going to make other things possible that aren't currently. One of them to to keep along the lines of MRI machines is it would make it possible to make portable like handheld MRI machines. Okay. You wouldn't need that whole big contraption. So they would be 
way cheaper. We would be able to, you would be able to. Yeah, I'm use, sure they'd keep them real low cost. <laughs> uh, you'd be able to like use them in the field. You know, you wouldn't have to have a whole facility dedicated to, uh, to this. Cool, but you know what? We can go to a room. <laughs> I think so. Oh, I don't, don't want to go to a room to I do this. Tim, I don't think it's be, to to help out lazy people that don't want to go to a room. I don't want to drive fifteen I, minutes to a room that has this <laughs> machine. In. I I think it's like you know in in cases of like uh uh disasters or war right. or whatever. Okay. You'd be able to have like field operations. Well, I'm anti-war, Tom. So, <laughs> right, so you, and I think disasters uh, are pretty bad too. Yeah, so. so we shouldn't be trying to facilitate them in any way. Yeah, exactly. A lot of wars. You, you help the wars if you. Yeah, uh, the, one of the big reasons why this whole Russia thing hasn't evolved into or devolved into World War Three is. Like nobody wants to bring the MRI machines all the way to the war zone. Yeah. So they're like, eh, we'll just keep fighting here. We look, we'd love to turn this into a world war, but just how are we gonna get all those people to go to those the logic's rooms? airtight? Okay. So number one, you can uh, have portable MRI machines. Yes. Uh number two. It would make it easier and cheaper to do uh, maglev. Uh, for like uh, high-speed rail? Yes. Or- so one of the other things that I forgot to mention, one of the other uh, 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 aspects of this, of a superconductor, is that it has diamagnetism, which is a material... When a material when a material expels a magnetic field, it's a classic signature of a superconductor through a phenomenon called the Meissner effect. So basically, with superconductors, from what I understand, which again is a lot, it's very yeah. I mean, I I did go to school for twenty years to learn about this. Stuff. You did, yeah. Oh, okay. I never mentioned that. Yeah, but going to night school, <laughs> been going to correspondence school about, about uh, superconductors. About yeah, just getting my uh, physicist. I can tell by degree. the way you speak about it. Yeah, <laughs> I know all the lingo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but from what I understand, it's basically that if you put a superconductor like over a magnet, mm-hmm. it floats. It like hovers in the air. So it's also a magnet. Yeah, but but the way it, I believe it, you has, know, everything you're talking about here, the MRIs, the the, the maglev. <laughs> you think I'm just describing magnets? Yeah, I think this is just magnet stuff. One of the differences, I believe, in a whole episode on magnet stuff, has to do with how the magnetic fields line up, so that because, like, you think about now, you hold a magnet over another magnet. And, like, you can feel they're pushing against each other, but if you let go, that magnet will flip over to its other polarity and stick together. Right. With this, I think it's... I wanted to do uh, my science fair project on that in sixth grade. And what what would have... the? Tell me more. That's that's what everybody (laughs) said to me. And I was just like, look, the magnets, if you hold them this way, they stick together. But if you hold them this way, they resist sticking together. And they were like, okay, and what are you going to study? It was like, yeah, I'll just demonstrate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm they gonna, made me do uh, a whole bl- different project. Blow some minds. 
Well, no, no sixth grader is doing like, oh yeah, they made a real freaking scientific breakthrough. Yeah, with they're their... all doing the volcano thing with yeah. the with the Did baking soda. Did you ever make soda. a volcano? No, I feel like when they had this a... is as good as the yeah oh, it, vinegar and baking soda better. is the same thing as uh, magnets. How yeah. do they work? I feel like when when we did a science when we had like science fairs, they specifically said we couldn't do the volcano thing yeah. because I think it doesn't really. It's not really like a science experiment. No, it's just these two things react to each other and that has nothing to do with how volcanoes <laughs> work and and i think it was also like uh like the town dads were all like oh cool yeah this is where i can get involved let's make a volcano yeah i've seen sitcoms i yeah. know what what it, what it takes to win a science fair but there's still tv shows today that you watch and like you know the kid wins the science fair with a fucking volcano yeah it's like come on that, Come on, that doesn't happen. Family. What? Yeah. Well, what? What science fair judge is like? Oh, never. Oh, oh what? The vinegar science fair and judges are, are the freaking most disgusting people in society. Though. They're the dumbest assholes you'll ever meet. <laughs> Tim, it sounds like you're still holding a lot. Uh, a, you're carrying a lot around with you about this magnet yeah, I'm upset thing. Upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> so as a result. Uh, science fair judges are the most disgusting people y'all ever. Yeah, dumbest assholes. This week's episode is sponsored by Factor. Now that we're in the thick of summer, Tom, we're in the dog days of summer. Yeah, it's hot out there. You might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Mm Mm-hmm. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Tom, Mm -hmm. I've tried Factor, and you have too. Me too. You know what? Unabashedly, I love it. I think it's great. It's delicious. It was easier than I thought it would be. Yeah, very, very good meals. Uh, It seems like very customizable. Uh, They sent us some of those smoothies. Those smoothies are delicious. Uh, Yeah, big fan. Yeah, if you're uh, looking for calorie-conscious options this summer, you can try delicious dietitian-approved calorie-smart meals with uh, with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Um, but as you said, Tom, mm-hmm. um, they offer delicious flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles from keto to calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and protein plus. Tom, I got the vegan and veggie. Mm-hmm. It's freaking delicious. I got chef's choice. So I got a little bit of everything. Yeah. And uh, uh, my compliments to the chef. Yeah. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while, ma- while meeting your goals. Tom, we're guys with goals. Yeah, Top yeah. priority for me, meet mm-hmm. these goals yeah. first and foremost. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. Luckily, my goals involve uh, eating delicious chipotle rubbed pork chops. That's mm. one of the meals I had. It's very good. Yeah, Tom. Uh, you know what the other thing is? What's that? I was like, uh, oh, this is kind of like I'm going to freeze these mm-hmm. meals. No, they come, no. you put them in your fridge. Yeah. 
They're good. Like yeah, they they it's a couple minutes to to prepare them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throw them in the microwave yeah. or throw them in the oven. Head to factormeals.com/guide50 and use code guide50 to get 50% off. In that code, it's guide50 uh 50 or the number 50. Yes. That's code guide50 at factormeals.com/guide50 to get 50% off. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash complete guide and get on your way to your best self. Tim, uh, you ever have a time where you felt uncertain about where you were going in life or what the path was? Uh, every week when when, when, uh, when we do this. That's this, true. Uh, this show, yeah. Uh, I, well, I mean, sometimes people have even bigger problems than... than uh, figuring out the what we're going to talk about on the show but hey even if the problems are smaller eh, it's not our place to judge it's an accumulation it's it's an accumulation tim i remember uh the first time i went to see a therapist it was after i'd been laid off from my job and you know what i was gonna do i needed somebody to talk to so I, i i sought out a therapist it was great it really helped whether you're dealing with decisions around career relationships or anything else Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Uh, as I mentioned, I've benefited from therapy. I know you have, Tim. I know uh, mm-hmm. th- we we both know tons of people. I don't know anybody who said, yeah, I went to therapy. It was no good. No, nah, everybody's got great things to say about it. Uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. All right, Tim, before uh, you were you were going on and on about your <laughs> grudge with the science fair judges, it's explaining this this Meisner effect. From what I understand, and this could be wrong, I believe it it the polarity or something is different so that that doesn't happen. It doesn't flip. It just floats like it like the whole thing just kind of repels instead of just one side gotcha. repelling. That's fine. And I honestly don't care about the science behind it. I'm now mm-hmm. concerned with the applications right. of a of a superconductor um beyond here I read an article. I'm mm. not going to lie to you. And, well, me. and let me before we get off the magnetism thing, let me just say that's probably like a lot of the videos that's what they demonstrate. Gotcha. That it's a magnet and this little p, you know, looks like a little rock is like Hovering or like standing up on it. You can do that with a fan and a, a crumpled up gum wrapper. <laughs> well, that. part of this, which is why there, there's a lot of skepticism, of course, but there's also a lot of uh, because they published all this information publicly. There are a lot, tons of labs, right? Now, hundreds of labs, probably that are replicating it or trying to replicate it. Um, because it, it doesn't require crazy equipment. It's equipment that like most university labs have access to. Right. Um, and like some people are successfully a- appearing to recreate it, but there's still a lot of, uh, like questions about, uh, 
even even big questions like cool can this be can this actually be mass produced or is this just going to kind of be like a little lab oddity of like does you know you can make a little tiny speck of a superconductor right using these things and yeah it's not useful for anything but look it hovers over a magnet yeah um Hey, look, it could be fun to like have that in a science museum or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, at the gift shop, maybe? Yeah. Um, the article that I read about this that mm-hmm. I did not really understand. Right. I, I, I had, for most articles. I had, I had two uh, takeaways. Uh-huh. Number one, it was like, uh, if somebody, you know... Uh, creates this and has like a patent or whatever, mm-hmm. they stand to make like trillions of dollars. Right, yeah, potentially. And like, so I skimmed the rest of the article, <laughs> but I was also like, but how? And then the other thing was like, well, if they use this to like replace all of the electrical grids, yeah, um, you can uh, reduce... Um, electricity uh, usage, yeah, by fifteen percent, mm-hmm. which is good, right? But like, but it doesn't sound like that's going to change the world. It's not going to change the world, and mm-hmm. like, there are ways that we could update our yeah. power grid here <laughs> in the U.S. right now yeah. that would probably like it's probably so outdated mm-hmm. that like we have the technology to bring it down fifteen percent already. Yeah, but like we're just not going to do that. Yeah. Well, our so I was looking up apparently the US power grid right now on average wastes about 8% of uh the electricity. Okay. But in some other countries with like less developed power grids, uh which surprisingly there are countries with even worse <laughs> power grids than ours, uh it could be up to 20%. Right. And that's when you include like the cables and transformers and all that kind of transformers. Stuff. Yeah. All of, they they steal a lot of the electricity, yeah. Tim. They need something to run on. You think yeah. they run on human food? No, electricity. They're machines. Yeah, they are machines. Um I suppose it's better than petroleum. Yes. Well, oh, the machines? Yeah. The transformers? Yeah. Yeah. We but, don't want them running on gas. Yeah, that's true. And then, then electric like cars always, always pumping out. Yeah, you know, they you don't want We're to trans- all about electric cars. Transformer with a tailpipe, we spewing out uh, carbon monoxide. Yeah. So yeah, it could. Um, Hold on, I know you're going to go mm-hmm. into a thing. I just want to say later on, I want to talk about how um, all of this has solidified a thought in my head that I think there should be. Um, we should stop all technological prog- progress. Okay, that and but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, said. yeah. I want you to talk about. <laughs> okay, the meat and potatoes here, <laughs> and then my rebuttal, <laughs> which will be enough with all this. Tim, I, I think you'd get along a lot more, a lot better with this Robert Durst that lives in your building than than your 20-year-old cousins with, with these kinds of attitudes. Yeah, well, we all feel and the same age. Why... <laughs> it's, it seems like you feel older than this man. Uh, I might just be wiser than most people. Maybe anyway. not older. Um, so... It would, uh, yeah. If we replace all the power lines, yeah, it would make it would make a, a decent size. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, it'd be fifteen percent more efficient, efficient or whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
And you were saying like, ah, there's things we could do now. I'm sure there are, but this, I mean, this wouldn't be like a small undertaking, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's my other thing. Yeah. Like any, like we have a lot of technology mm-hmm. that if applied on a large scale, yeah. um, and I'm talking about the U.S. here, I don't know. Right. But would would make things a lot better that mm-hmm. we don't do because it's expensive. And yeah, we, and, and we and you, you know, can't and, uh, make a fucking uh, devastating uh, weapon out of it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there are ways to do that. With oh, this. with with this, yeah, yeah, that's another thing. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, there are. Those um, are the applications that will make this a trillion dollar. Yeah, you know what? Uh, this would be really good for is uh, rail guns. That's what. What is a rail gun? <laughs> a rail gun. And, to be clear, mm-hmm. you know a lot about this. You uh, 3D print guns. <laughs> I don't 3D print guns. Uh, I haven't even used my so 3D printer in a while. you get them through security, right? Uh, no, not so I can get them. Tim, you've been watching uh, that that uh, uh, Harrison Ford, uh, or no. No, uh, In the clear, Line of Fire. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Clint that, Eastwood, John Malkovich movie. Yeah, in he the had the plastic fire. gun yeah. that he brought on a mm-hmm. plane or something. No, he was going to use it to kill the president. Yeah. But I think he brought it on a plane too. Yeah, it's how he got through metal detectors. Because he had the bullet in a, uh, a rabbit's, rabbit's foot. foot. Yeah, which yeah, I was like, that's oh, pretty, yeah, smart. Yeah, One shot. Idea. Um, yeah. What's a rail gun? I think there were two bullets in it because I think it was a double barrel. Uh, uh gun yeah, yeah. So a rail gun is basically. The... You know, John Malkovich got um, arrested for that movie. <laughs> Is that true? Because he threatened to kill the president, and they're just like, I don't care if you were it doesn't acting. doesn't matter. You yeah. can't say it. You can't say it. Yeah. Well, you just said it. No, I said he threatened to kill the president. Yeah. Yep. You said it again. I... Oh, um, a railgun is essentially how uh, Batman and Robin the Chiller at Six Flags Great Adventure works. Okay. With- now you got me. <laughs> Now you're speaking my scientific language. It uses magnets to fire uh, a projectile. Okay. So like magnets firing off in sequence, you know, reverse polarity to get something going. Yeah, my sixth grade science project comes to life. Uh, And it just kind of uses like a row of magnets that like, you know, quickly switch on to get the thing up to speed very fast. Okay. Um, and so, he, like all those roller coasters, the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster, for example. Yeah, not King Ka. That used like a, I think, water pressure to launch you or some weird thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, um, but maybe they can upgrade it once they've got. Oh, so yeah, they can make faster roller coasters with with this stuff. Yeah. Especially if then they make the rails maglev. That's Ooh, pe- no. too. You'll kill people. It'll be too fast. When's the last time you've been on an intense roller coaster? It's pre-pandemic, right? Oh no, when I was in uh, uh, Disneyland in Paris. Oh, because I went on the Iron Man Captain Marvel, which was the rock and roller coaster. Oh. yeah. They're gonna have to get rid of the Aerosmith thing when uh, Steven Tyler like goes on trial for uh, <laughs> yeah uh, horrible things with uh, underage people, right? Maybe I think there. You think was... Disney might be like, mm, yeah? I maybe. think actually I read some rumor that like Disney's thinking about like changing it to like Queen roller yeah. coaster, which probably they like have run the numbers and they're like the music's more popular and the licensing fees are lower and less problematic. Uh, 
Uh, what was I going to say about it? Yeah. Oh, I'm afraid that if I go on an intense roller coaster, I'm going to die. <laughs> well, don't go on one of these superconductor ones. I know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I might think I'm 25. But. <laughs> right, but but I could die on a roller coaster. <laughs> no. Not through an accident or anything, just no, through just shock. A, yeah, and like less likely than the, the old Jinx man, of course. He would he'd be sure you don't to die. No, maybe he, he's a big you enthusiast. Him, no, you put him on freaking Rolling Thunder, and he's well. I'll tell you what, if he's got anything in common with the real Jinx, Tim, it's going to take a hell of a lot more than that to kill him. <laughs> Put them on a roller coaster. <laughs> Maybe if they put like you know how sometimes you hear like ah they found like some Nazi hiding you know mm-hmm. so we're putting this like ninety five year old you know in Germany like we're gonna put this ninety five year old man on trial, um, which is great like of course do that, but shouldn't that be like a like uh, look you can either like die in jail or you can roll the dice. And we'll put you on a roller coaster <laughs> ten times in a row. <laughs> you do the Aerosmith <laughs> Rock and Roller Coaster, and like the, there's not going to be breaks in between or anything. But if you survive that, yeah, you walk away scot yeah. free. The only Nazi to be found uh, not guilty by reason of riding a roller coaster ten times and living to tell the tale. Nah, he'd for... still be guilty, but that would be his point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing it would make everybody happy. <laughs> you get to watch it because, like, at the very least, like, even if he survived, <laughs> number one, he wouldn't be the same afterwards. <laughs> You'd see him stumble away from that. Yeah, thing. wouldn't you like to watch like a a ninety five year old Nazi being like, uh, put, <laughs> "No, please stop it! Stop the roller coaster!" Yeah, it's like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, Franz. <laughs> that is what you agreed to. This was the deal. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, his reaction would be enough, even if he got to walk away. Right. It's like, it'd be like that Kill Bill thing. He'd like walk 10 steps and then uh, collapse. <laughs> Just collapse and die. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering too if it would be like even uh, even more chilling if like w- when the roller coaster came back, like he wasn't screaming, he was just very quiet. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, you could use a superconductor to kill old Nazis with a roller coaster, for example. You, oh man, I I didn't think about the roller coaster applications, which are like I said, twofold and could really get out of control. Yeah, um, I think we're again no, we don't need any more roller coaster mm-hmm. advancements. Um, but yeah, we do. Come on, keep going, fellas. It's too scary. Um. I see the picture of you on a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Now. That's yeah. that roller coaster. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's uh, Captain Marvel and Iron Man uh, right yeah, there. We'll uh, post that picture. Yeah, we were helping to uh, fight the scrolls, I think, or the the Kree. Somebody. The scrolls became good at some point. I yeah, think. but some of them are bad. I don't know. We were in space. Iron Man needed our help, and okay. he had made you a roller coaster. You don't ask questions in that in that case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I had a few questions because he was speaking French, so I didn't really know what he was saying, but that he pointed to the roller coaster and then the gates opened. So I was like, all right, I guess this is what he wants us to do. Us to go in there, yeah. Um, So some of the other things that it could do is, um, uh, well, well, like one of the big things, the biggest thing is basically this would be like a huge technological leap forward 
in ways that we don't even really you know we wouldn't know for decades until we're like working with this stuff some of the things we might be able to do but it would just make everything way more efficient but one of the other differences is uh you know if they started using this stuff in like computers and phones those things would not get warm anymore they would not generate heat okay who cares uh, Does your phone ever go like, oh, no, I'm burning. Well, how but, frail are you? No, but that's a big uh, obstacle in like how fast these things can go. Because like they could they could just pump more voltage into your phone and make it twice as fast, but it's going to burn out gotcha. because it gets too hot. But once we have superconductors in there, you don't have to worry about What's that. It's your dream, just like a really fast phone. <laughs> We're talking about how fast phones are. Um. And it would also have implications in battery technology because of that. So similarly, you know, like you plug in your phone and it gets warm while it's charging. Sure. That's waste heat coming out of there. That's, you know, inefficiencies. Right. This would not have those inefficiencies, which means you would be able to like plug in your phone potentially for like a few seconds and it would be able to charge it from zero to 100. So there's a lot of things like that that would potentially fundamentally change if all of a sudden battery, even something like an EV battery would take way less time, would take seconds or minutes to fully charge. Well, now you wouldn't need as big of a battery. Right. uh, And you wouldn't need as nearly as big of an engine because you could use the superconductor and the engine parts. It would be a way more efficient engine. Okay. Way more efficient battery. Efficiency, um, energy yeah. efficiency. But to a point, not just a like, oh, cool, my phone's faster than ever. Right. To the point where it makes technology like, uh, you know what a desalination desalination plant is? Uh, it takes the piss out of water or something? <laughs> not the piss, it takes <laughs> the salt out. If there's piss in there, I think it will take that out too. All right, yeah. <laughs> the scientific dream, a way to take piss out of water. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what you mean? What? That's part of it. Yeah, it's but... part of the dream. It's not a huge <laughs> problem. Anyway, things like desalinization plants, which currently there are not that many, basically because it's too expensive to do. You know, right? So even in places uh, that don't have water but have access to seawater. It's still like, eh, it's still just cheaper to like truck this water in than it is to run a desalinization plant. But if it suddenly doesn't cost that much money to run a desalinization plant, well, now you could have tons of them. You could have ones potentially that are, you know, just powered off of solar. So now they're not needing any kind of, uh, uh, you know, grid power. They're, They're super efficient. Uh, and same thing with, uh, like they think superconductors could lead to breakthroughs with like, uh, uh, fusion, like, uh, potentially like cold fusion. See, I made a list of things that (laughs) I, uh, I, uh, scientific stuff that I thought, uh, huh. cold fusion was at the top of my list. Yeah. What would that mean? That would just be a way to, uh, generate electricity. Uh, generate energy yeah through fusion without like the way i believe the way it's done now we have to put 
more energy in than we get out when we when we do it. So it just doesn't make sense. But if you don't have to put that, uh, you know, that much energy in to, to get it started, if it stays cold, essentially, I think uh, it's much more effective. But it, gotcha. but along with super con- the idea of a room temperature superconductor, it's like a similar like technically this should be possible. Like the physics say this should be a thing that can be done, but nobody knows how to do it. Right. And again, it might be a thing that bunch can be... of idiots. All the scientists are just <laughs> idiots who uh, things possible, but they can't figure it yeah. out. Yeah, but but it's also one of those things where it's like, yeah, it it may be possible, and we may figure out how to do it, but it will turn out not to be like a, a way that's beneficial, that's helpful. It won't it it'll, it won't make sense. And again, that's the thing with LK ninety nine. They're not exactly sure how easy it will be to produce, how, because, uh, you know, we're making like super small samples now. Uh, but like they don't know, it might be like super brittle. I think it is very brittle. And like there might be a way to make it not so brittle, but there might not be. And then in that case, well, we can't make wires out of this. It's brittle, it doesn't work in wires. So it'd still be like beneficial, but not you know, a game changer, like, uh, like, you know, people speculate. Yeah. Well, the first time I saw a headline about this thing that we're talking about that I forget the name of it is I thought it was, uh, LK 99. Yeah. I thought it was cold fusion. That's like, Oh, that's the, that's it. Like there's aliens and we have cold fusion. Like all the science fiction movies are, you know, coming to, to a head now. Right, but you didn't know what it, what it meant. <laughs> I didn't know what it meant, but I just I, I heard about it a lot. Well, so Tim, there's also we also had to watch out for chaos theory, Tom. Um, and the other thing on my list was a perpetual motion machine. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this has anything to do with a perpetual motion okay. machine. All right, uh, and perpetual motion is one of those things. Actually, I believe that is kind of the opposite where you know, physicists say like, no, this is not possible, you know, uh, because of like entropy and energy loss. Like you can't make something that you don't have to put more energy in and it just always keeps going. Uh, But but that there are, you know, other people that come out of the woods every, you know, decade or so. They're like, I've done it. I've made and, you know, it's hoaxes or they got, you know, they did something wrong and they didn't understand it. So, like, like I said, kind of, idiots. kind of the opposite of a superconductor in that scientists That's, don't think it's possible, right. but other people do and, and keep trying to make it happen. Um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to? I was just about to say something else about L, good old LK99, but I... That people think it might be a hoax? Oh, no, I, this is what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people... There's like apparently two teams working on it and they got into a fight and they like filed separately. Yeah, that Um, was the article I read. Yeah. So there is like a lot of stuff around it where it's like and there there's one or two. uh, I don't even know what you would call them, but like things that you do when you're proving this stuff that they didn't do that. Like, you know, people that know about this stuff are like. Well, if they didn't test this, then it, this is worthless until somebody tests if X is true. Right. Uh, and and it's also like highly suspect that they didn't do that test. 
and very plausible that they did do that test. It didn't give them the result they liked, so they excluded it. Right. Um, but that is uh, very sus. <laughs> but uh, you brought up uh, an, a, an important thing when you brought up the, the aliens being real. I know. Is that some people think that this is the exactly the type of stuff that these whistleblowers are talking about where it's like, yeah, somebody got this material from a, a retrieved craft and it has been reverse engineered. And there's like a weird thing where in the patent it cites another patent as like prior work that is a Navy patent that is around mm. like anti-gravity technology or something. Um, which the patent office put in there, like not these people, these people weren't these scientists. Uh, I believe they're in South Korea did not say like, Oh yeah, we're working off of this. But like somebody in the patent office was like, Oh, it's just like this. And it's a patent that like UFO enthusiasts have already like been keeping an eye on. Like, look at this weird patent that the Navy came, uh, came up with out of nowhere. So yeah, it's possible that that this. Is... I mean, I don't understand how these things are, and uh, you know, it's very surprising that I wouldn't understand this. But uh, <laughs> how these things are developed, they just like start like putting things together and then running That's tests. Why I on always them. wonder, like people who are scientists, like I've known some scientists in my day. And uh, you've known one. We've both known one. No, scientist. I know another one. I know the one you're thinking of, <laughs> and I know another one. Uh, the one that we know, <laughs> we haven't talked to in 25 years. <laughs> yeah. But he, besides that guy, he worked at Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory. Yeah, he did. Like when we oh, were. Oh, I know another one too, separately from you. Probably. And separately it might be the, the same other, other one yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always wonder, like, yeah, are you. Like, I'm sure there are a lot of days where it's like, oh, I'm working on proving this. But like, are there days where it's just like, all right, everybody try and come up with something new today. <laughs> what <laughs> like, if we put <laughs> copper into uh, yeah, look, this thing? Uh, we, we brought Shoot some electrons at it. We, we brought out the big folding tables. We put every all the chemicals <laughs> we got out, all the metals and everything. And you know, put, no be, dumb ideas here, be guys. Be careful. Just, put on your safety yeah, goggles, everybody. Yeah. But aside from that, yeah, just donuts. Like, start mixing things and uh, yeah, let's just start brainstorming. You know, uh, put them in one of those centrifuges. Sure, light it on fire yeah. with a Bunsen burner. You know, come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you said, no bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, and that's and in fairness, how many freaking. Famous uh, inventions are accidents where somebody was trying to create. They always say that, but then they're like, you know, whiteout. <laughs> it's like, okay. No, well, not just whiteout, but like LSD, like that guy wasn't trying to make LSD and yeah. he like got some on his skin and was like, what is going on? Like reality is melting, uh, which must have been crazy to be like the first guy having a an acid trip and not Thinking knowing you're just having a medical episode, but uh, he didn't. He was just like, I was riding my bike home and I was like, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't sixties were weird, man. Yeah. It was the, the, the days when you, you didn't have to wear gloves when you worked at a lab. <laughs> you ever hear this story? There's this woman, she got uh, I forget what it was called a, a scientist. And she like got like a drop of, I forget what it was. And it was like on the glove, but it went through the glove. I forget what it is in the whole, but it was like, it was like the most horrific story where it's like 
once this happened, it's like, well, that will, uh, over the next couple of weeks, work its way to your brain and kill you. And there is absolutely nothing that can be done that can, like, slow this down, reverse it, nothing. It's just, yep. Well, well. Turns out I don't want to work in a lab. <laughs> yeah. I thought it'd be fun for those days that we were just describing. Yeah, but like what could happen? Even if you're wearing gloves. You could die. Um the the place that discovered it, Tim, I mean, this is like the kind of place where it's like, is that where uh Ant Man worked? Uh the Quantum Energy Research Center in <laughs> South Korea. Uh which like I'm always like suspect if it doesn't have like a name. If it's like a like you know the the uh, Lee uh, Center for oh you think it quantum. should have a yeah it just feels like generic it, it feels like somebody made that and they're like oh where, what should we put on the patent application uh, the Quantum Research Center <laughs> uh, I talked about the floating. I thought, oh, and even in the, uh, the like floating. the the patent, they said um, uh, a brand new historical event that opens a new era for humankind. And it's like, mm, that's put, what you put that in a patent or maybe not in the patent, but like the paper that oh, they yeah. came out with where it's like, let other people say that once once they've you act know, like you've been here before. Yeah, like you don't have to say that. That just that's like a red flag. Yeah, that it's like you're the one hyping this up. Yeah, especially if you underplay it. Yeah. these guys are so humble. Well, and that's the thing. Like the fact that they put because other people throughout history have claimed this type of thing, and you know, somewhat understandably, have been like, no, I'm not telling you how I made it. I'm going to be the world's first trillionaire. Right. If I tell you how I made it, you're going to steal it from me. Whereas these people did put out, this is how you make it, which is a big, They you also know. put out, this is how you Dougie. <laughs> that, was, that was years ago. <laughs> Teach me how to uh, Dougie, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they also put out, this is how we do it. <laughs> that was Montel Jordan, Tim. You know that. Um, but people have, like I said, done this before, but been secretive. And from what I've read with this stuff, it's basically, look, how to do this is out. People are already doing it. And, and some people are saying, yeah, this is a real deal. Some people are saying, nah, this doesn't work the way they said it would work. Uh, that basically the consensus is like in a week or two, we'll know whether this is something uh, uh, real or, uh, you know, like I said, if there's like some caveat to it or, or you know, it can't be produced in bulk or can't be used in the ways we would want to use it, uh, stuff like that. Do you feel like, uh, like a breakthrough like this mm-hmm. where it would be like implementation would be like over the next like years, decades. Yeah, whatever. that's it would be from what I've read. They're like, even if this is like true, it probably take like a decade for practical applications of you have it. Time before uh, we're all wiped out by <laughs> all the horrible shit going on. Well, that I mean, they they, you know, this would be like a huge potential game changer as far as global warming because uh it would just make a lot of stuff way more efficient right again it's not like 
we can just replace everything now in, you know, oh yeah, in five years we'll have everything replaced and everything will be fine. If there was the will. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing that like it, it, it's not necessarily something to hang all your hopes on, but it is one of the things where it's like, uh, you know, even years ago when people would say like, like, well, this is like the future we're doomed to with global warming, unless somebody comes up with a room temperature super right. Like, it is kind of one of those things where it's like, oh shit, this could potentially. It's eh. one of those things, yeah. but I feel like to like move the needle. It could. It could lead at to... this point mm-hmm. is like, all right, and we just need like thirty five other things that are equal, yeah. um, to this that we all we start implementing all of this you know, piecemeal at the same mm. time. And then, uh, and then we'll be slightly less fucked, I think. Yeah. Cause it, cause it is a, you know, oh, the, the, this will, this could lead to cold fusion. It could lead to a perpetual um, motion machine, perpetual motion machine. No, but like I said, it makes things like desalinization plants, mm-hmm. uh, viable. Uh, and I feel like there are, you know, a, a bunch of things like that, that, uh, uh, you know, people always point to like, oh, we could do, you know, oh, this is a way we could like help the planet help. And it's like, yeah, but that's uh, that costs too much money. It can't be done. This might actually make some stuff like cheap enough that uh, it would potentially roll out like pretty quickly just because the companies that only care about money it would still make sense for them to do right. it because they would be saving a tremendous amount of money. Uh, and it would, you know, it'd make energy way cheaper. It would make energy storage a lot cheaper and easier. So then, you know, you do start having the potential of, uh, I don't know, things like, uh, like, oh, we could have like autonomous robots cleaning the ocean, just running on solar power. Uh, and we just don't really have to like think about it. They are just out there. Have them also that. kill some of those monsters down there. Have them kill some of the monsters if they come across them. Yeah. Put put har- put harpoon guns just on put, them. Oh no, just they'll have case. the uh, they'll have the rail guns. Yeah. Put a put a rail harpoon gun in there. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would really uh, freak those monsters <laughs> out. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's about killing sea monsters, right? <laughs> yeah. Aliens of the Deep, they call. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. If you're a big science fan, check out tcgte.com. You can find all our social media links there, our subreddit, our Discord. Check all those things out. You can find me on most social media platforms, at Tom Reynolds. You can find me at your pal Tim on freaking Blue Sky. Get on Blue Sky. I think it's still invite only. Oh. Okay, well, I got I got these invites piled up. Well you, well, you have like three. You can you can get it. Uh, I have news for you, Tom. Four. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I take it back. You can yeah. get everybody on there that <laughs> wants to be on there. Uh, and what is your phone number if people are interested in one of those? Uh, five five five. Uh, K- uh, Klondike <laughs> five six four three. Klondike five. Old shows. Um, oh, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash complete guide for books of podcasts. We just finished reading The Time Machine, and now we've both watched the 2002 Guy Pierce vehicle, The, Cl- the Time Machine. <laughs> the <laughs> you Klondike. say The Klondike. <laughs> the Klondike Machine. 
It's about an old phone. Uh, you can get that and uh, tons of uh, episodes of Books of Podcasts and more. Uh, billions of hours, I think we calculated. Somewhere around it. there. Yeah. Uh, ah, hundreds of hours, uh, right? Certainly hundreds of hours. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide. Uh, one of the other things with superconductors, Tim, could potentially lead to uh, things such as hoverboards. Mm. I mean, like, you have a hoverboard here. In your it area. doesn't work, though. But oh, if I got yeah. some of the superconductor, I could put it in there and maybe get it to work. You know what would be messed up? What's that? If they had legit Back to the Future style hoverboards mm -hmm. and because of uh, all this, uh, yeah, yeah. whatever. And uh, and then people are like, oh, I know what hoverboards are. And it was just the, 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 oh, yeah. the things that were popular five years yeah, ago. Yeah, like the segues without the handles. Yeah. Yeah, and then it and then the hoverboards fail. I think if they had real hoverboards, people would be like, "Oh, cool, real hoverboards," and they would just start calling them real hoverboards. Yeah, that's true. Like the real Ghostbusters. Um, but so like it seems like that would work if you had like strong enough superconductors in there. But I think it would also be like intensely dangerous, you know. Uh. To, yeah, to, have that, have the to have a strong there. enough magnet that it repels the Earth's magnetic field, and mm -hmm. you just and it's made by Mattel, and you stand on it and and just push off. And also, like there wouldn't be friction, so you would go really fast. Yeah, I think it would work over water. I think though. it would work over water too. It's just yeah. about to. So that's a that's a, uh, a way to get that wrong. Back to the future yeah, too. Nice job, assholes. Right, we'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. I'm Tobin Heath, two-time World Cup winner. And I'm Kristen Press, two-time World Cup winner. And this is The Recap Show. This is the first time we'll be watching the World Cup in over a decade. We know we're not alone with how we feel about the way people talk about women's sports. We want to be part of the solution. Having been there many times before ourselves, Tobin and I are going to bring to you what it's like to play in a World Cup, what's really happening behind the scenes, all the good juicy bits. The Recap Show will bring you gal culture at its finest. We all know what bro culture is, but what is gal culture? We're here to define it. We have incredible guests joining us. You're going to get the strongest perspective, the strongest minds the game has to offer. This is our narrative, our culture, and we get to tell it our way. Nobody can speak about the World Cup better than us. You'll hear it all on The Recap Show. Premiering July 20th, you're going to find The Recap Show everywhere. YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, threads, and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Recap. Welcome to the show. LFG.